Radio. This is Bobby with your Catholic News headlines for the week ending the 28th of November 2014. In this week's news, Pope Francis addresses the European Parliament, Australian bishops announce delegation to persecuted Christians in the Middle East, Caritas Australia renew calls for end to sexual violence in the Democratic Republic of Congo, abortion, religious freedom and homosexual rights on the agenda as Victorians head to the polls, and Australian Catholic University award highest honour to Vatican Foreign Minister. Pope Francis has this week addressed the European Parliament and the Council of Europe in Strasbourg, calling leaders to a reawakened sense of society and the human person. The two speeches were given on a brief four-hour visit to eastern France. In both speeches, Pope Francis emphasised the need for the European Union to focus on what was truly important and not let narrow and reductionist views of the human person and society become the norm for the future of the European continent. In speaking on dignity, the Holy Father applauded the EU's continual commitment to human rights but warned against detaching rights from the duties of people in a social context. He said unless the rights of each individual are harmoniously ordered to the greater good, those rights will end up being considered limitless and consequently will become a source of conflicts and violence. In his second speech given at the Council of Europe, Pope Francis offered a guide for the Council in the form of a poplar tree, which can only withstand the winds in its tall branches through being deeply rooted in truth. Such a truth, the Holy Father said, is opposed to selfishness and an individualistic conception of rights. He said this kind of individualism leads to human impoverishment and cultural aridity since it effectively cuts off the nourishing roots on which the tree grows. Pope Francis invited the Council of Europe to be reinvigorated through intercultural and intergenerational dialogue across all aspects of European society to provide a way forward for the continent. The four-hour visit marked the shortest recorded apostolic journey in history. The Australian Catholic Bishops' Conference met in North Sydney this week with the persecution of Christians in the Middle East, a key area of concern. In a media statement released yesterday, the Australian bishops have announced they will send a delegation to refugees in Kurdistan, Iraq and Lebanon on the 14th of December to provide spiritual support and humanitarian aid. Cradio Director and Hobart's Archbishop Julian Porteous will join the delegation along with Canberra-Golbans Archbishop Christopher Prowse, Maronite Archbishop Antoine Terabay, Melkite Archbishop Robert Rabbit and Chaldean Archbishop Jabrail Kassab. Archbishop Rabbit spoke to Cradio about the initiative. Despite the short uh, notice and despite the fact that maybe, you know, we're limited with our resources, but we cannot allow Christmas comes, this feast of good news, this feast of joy, come only to our heart and our homes and our blessed nation of Australia and New Zealand while our brethren, you know, are sad. The Australian bishops have also declared that the 7th of December 2014 will be a day of solidarity with Christians of the Middle East. They have called on Australian Catholics to take part through prayer and financial 
offering for their persecuted brothers and sisters, especially those of Iraq. Caritas Australia have released a new report calling for an end to sexual violence in the Democratic Republic of Congo to mark International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. The report, entitled Fearless Voices, Speaking Up for Peace, Equality and Justice in the DRC, details the state of law, war and justice in the Congo and highlights the severity of rape and sexual violence on its female citizens. Drawing upon the real-life stories of survivors, the report highlights the current state of the crisis and the culture of silence, impunity and corruption that has allowed it to continue. Caritas Australia's Program Coordinator for the DRC and Congolese refugee Lulu Michabu said that in the war-torn DRC it is more dangerous to be a woman than a soldier. My country has been ravaged by more than a century of exploitation and almost two decades of war, Ms Michabu said. One of the greatest tragedies of this conflict is relentless, calculated and brutal violence against women and girls. Ms Michabu cited a recent study which found that in the DRC 48 women are raped every hour victims will go on to face discrimination and stigma while their rapists will often escape punishment. When women's bodies are a battleground and rape is used as a weapon of war, it is time for solidarity and action, Ms Michabu said. Confronted with such injustice, we must be the good Samaritans. We cannot look away, she said. Caritas Australia has been working with the DRC since 2001, implementing programs to promote peace, building and sustainable livelihoods, supporting men and local leaders to be champions for justice and providing psychosocial and medical support for thousands of women and girl survivors of sexual violence. You can find the Fearless Voices report at caritas.org.au slash act slash congo. This weekend's Victorian election is promising to be a tight race, with the coalition government at risk of losing power and becoming Victoria's first one-term government in over 40 years. A range of issues are playing out in this election, including abortion, homosexuality and religious freedom. Labor leader Daniel Andrews has promised that he will apologise to same-sex attracted people who had convictions recorded against them. Mr Andrews is also planning to reinstate the previous Brumby Labor government's equal opportunity law, which will prevent religious organisations from refusing to hire people who disagree with their faith, a law that the Napthine government repealed. The Napthine government, along with Labor, have promised not to make any changes to Victoria's abortion law that allows abortion up to birth. Two Nationals MPs have been caught in controversy surrounding abortion in a move against the traditional National Liberal Coalition. Nationals candidate for Bunninyong, Sonia Smith, will not preference her fellow Liberal candidate, Ben Taylor, citing opposition to his pro-life views. In the upper house, the Democratic Labor Party, while typically considered a pro-life party, has done preference deals with pro-abortion candidates. Meanwhile, Archbishop of Melbourne, Dennis Hart, along with other religious leaders in Victoria, have called out Labor leader Daniel Andrews for his promise to reinstate the anti-discrimination clause in the Equal Opportunity Act for religious organisations, asking Labor to leave equal opportunity laws as they are. And finally, the Australian Catholic University has awarded Vatican Foreign Minister Archbishop Dominique Memberti its highest honour marking 100 years since the first papal delegate arrived in Sydney in 1914. 
Archbishop Lamberti, who was recently appointed Prefect of the Supreme Tribunal of the Apostolic Signatura, was named the was named Doctor of the University in a ceremony at ACU's North Sydney campus on Monday. Apostolic Duncio Archbishop Paul Gallagher, soon to take Archbishop Mamberti's role in the Vatican and the Australian Catholic Bishops Conference President Archbishop Dennis Hart were both in attendance. The ceremony formed part of a series of events being hosted by ACU to celebrate the centenary of papal representation in Australia. Ties have strengthened significantly between Australia and the Vatican since Australia's first papal delegate arrived in 1914 with Pope Paul VI visiting in 1970 and St John Paul II in 1986 and 1995. Australia welcomed its fourth papal visit when Emeritus Pope Benedict joined more than 1 million young people for World Youth Day in Sydney 2008. That's it for this week's headlines. Thanks for listening. For more details on these stories or for more interviews and programs, visit cradio.org.au.